2: From all of us to all of you and yours, we wanted to offer everyone a very happy Hanukkah. May you have a joyous eight days. Wahaim. And we are back with another episode of Midweek Mentions. I'm Ant, at Steiner on Twitter. We're down a couple of mentions this week. Get well soon to uh, Will and his uh, dentist. And uh, have a good night, Drake, with the friends. We're joined this week, as always, by John of Miami. We've got our foreign correspondent, Morgan from Australia, and the man, the myth, the legend, Murph. Good afternoon, everybody. Mike Ryan Fan Account. Thanks for uh, joining back up.
0: How are you guys?
2: Doing Glad good, Glad to you? be
0: back. I'm, gl- I'm doing well. Can't complain. It's
2: been wonderful to have you back.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it. You're looking great. Thank you.
2: Yeah, you're got not in a pitch black room. Winter.
0: Yeah, I'm in the, in my, I had to upgrade to my uh, garage. Oh, like Morgan.
3: Welcome. Welcome to the garage band. We could start a garage band in here.
2: Do you have any cushions in that garage?
0: No, no, no cushion. I like to stand. I don't sit.
2: We got a standing desk?
0: Yeah, yeah, I do actually. Do you I sit at it?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it? Sits on it. <laughs> All right, let's uh reel this back in for a moment. Let's uh John hit us with your favorite topic from the show's last couple of days. We'll start with one. I know you have twenty seven, but
1: I'll go with the one that triggered me the hardest, Under underestimating when flying cars were proposed as a realistic idea. These guys were talking like 10 years ago, and uh, that set me off because I remember being in sixth grade and, you know, the teacher handed out those scholastic magazines and there was a guy in there and he, he was probably peddling that that flying car for maybe five or 10 years prior to six, my sixth grade reading of it. But he had already proposed and built a car and he was just waiting for some type of regulation that had propellers on the sides and one or two propellers in the back. And I remember being red and kind of jetsony looking thing. And the fact that these guys who, who are, you know, professional broadcasters don't know this or, or think that 10 years ago this was proposed, it just blew my mind. I mean, like, like Billy in the background, you know, with, with a shoe flying off. Um, I couldn't believe it. And just when I thought it couldn't get any worse, they start talking about what movie first introduced the flying car. And again, they go to like the 90s. And I, I just couldn't believe it It was it was it was either it was either these guys not knowing, or them, like, physically had a camera here. Uh, so they could look at me get triggered and start yelling at the screen. <laughs> because in my in my recollection, the first fly, flying car that I can I can recall was Blade Runner, and Blade Runner was you know well before I think they said the Fifth Element. Yeah, needless to say, I was triggered hard, and and you know some things were broken, a lot of yelling, some expletives, but it's weird to say that that was my favorite part. But there's something about about being um, you know charged up like that, and I think the show does a good job of doing that to people, whether they do it on purpose, which uh, I think Mike does a, a heck of a job of doing that to the, to the listeners. I think Billy does a heck of a job doing that to Dan, um, <laughs> but that, that's, I think for me, part of the appeal, the part of the, uh, I can't believe, you know, they said that I can't believe they did that. And I, I think at the end I was left with wondering whether it was a put on that they didn't know this stuff or not. And then real quick, the, uh, the other little thing, Thing that I found um, very funny um, was when when Greg was asked if he read on a Kindle, and he I think he had done a back in my day about it, and said no, that he he doesn't read on a Kindle. In fact, that he likes to have it in his hand and the book too. And, <laughs> and when I heard that, I w- I started cracking up, and I wasn't sure because it got zero reaction. It got. It didn't get a, a Hakeem Nicks laugh. It didn't get a sad trombone. It didn't get anything. So I, I wanted to know: was was I the only one who caught that? Was it too low? Was the delivery off? Um, and I'd like to know it. if you guys heard it or not. And uh, oh, yeah, and I, Dick,
3: I definitely heard
1: it. Oh, you heard and, it too? Good.
3: And I uh, yeah, yeah, Let's, and I I got a real giggle out of it.
1: Good, good. Let's go around the horn. Oh yeah, one one real quickie. Um, Dick Wood was mentioned. And I thought that was excellent. So let's go around the horn and, uh, and let's talk about it a little bit.
2: So, yeah, I heard the joke too, John. I almost think they were so shocked that Cody made it a good joke and not a bad one that he didn't know how to react to it. Like it was like, wait, that's funny. That's not great. That can't be great. Yeah. <laughs> also, I think the most likely person to respond to that, given it was Cody, would be Chris. And I don't think Chris wanted to respond to his dad talking about whatever he was talking about. Having you know, it in his hand. Fallen hand, or how we want to say it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was sick that day. He oh. was sick that day, though, wasn't he? Damn, you're right. I totally forgot. That's right. He was out. Well, even yeah. more so the reason why we didn't get a reaction. Roy and oh, Billy I'm aren't so going to respond to that.
3: What a waste of his one good timing, good joke. No one was there to laugh for him. He hit the well, hard drive. Look out.
0: They're definitely dropping little jokes in here and there on like the big suey the the local wow or whatever and, and the post game show because it sounds like you know pre kind of like pre-written jokes that they're going to try and squeeze in they're almost like they're seeing what type of reaction they can get out of it seeing so, you know, a you know positive or negative type of deal
3: a lot more bleeps too more bleeps yeah. more shits
0: like for I mean their fan base, it's gonna be fine you know I don't think or most of the fan bases ever and I'm someone who doesn't even like cursing but it's like when they do it you know you just kind of get so mesmerized by being a fan of what, with what they're doing it's like whatever I'll let it slide yeah. in the car with the kids
2: <laughs> <laughs> I also kids think every since when, I mean since they can't curse they're not gratuitous about it every so often they throw something in but like it's not like uh, you know, even like a Stern who sort of like pushed the envelope. They don't necessarily even push the envelope to a line. Every so often they're, you know, Dan will slip out of, you know, an F and S and just sort of have to go with it or bleep it and go with it.
1: I don't know. Speaking of curses. So you know how every, every year, every couple of years Webster and all the dictionary folks introduce new words into the, the lexicon. At what point are some bad words just going to be, no longer bad because they've they're used so often and aren't really like like shit right they say shit all the time i say shit all the time however uh when when they let go of an f-bomb they bleep that out i think from broadcast rules shit is is one of the seven bad words i'd have to look that up or if i were uh greg i'd tell you to to look it up
2: mf or d p right like shit
1: and like one other but at some point, the original meaning is lost, and it should be should be absorbed and no longer treated as a bad word.
3: Yeah. I think well, language I just, evolves, and so I think we need, the rules need to evolve with it.
1: Agreed.
0: No, I'm just saying, I th- I just think it's all about letting people express themselves however they want to. You know? And I think that's one of the biggest benefits of, of them even leaving the ESPNSC and how they, you know, assuming they go somewhere where they're going to be free or whatever to, to do things how they want to I hope they choose to talk how they talk you know at at home you know and I think that is John's you know probably some f-bombs here and there whatever and that's fine and I I hope that they choose to kind of go that route
2: I think they will I also think in many ways they I mean they've been doing this together in some way shape or form for almost 15 years like they're not going to tomorrow all of a sudden start talking a different way because they can necessarily I feel like that you know, not to harp on Stern, but I feel like that also happened when Stern switched to satellite. Sure, some of the topics expanded and he went a step further, but he didn't completely change the way he did stuff because he was ingrained in how he was, you know. The rules, good or bad, sort of make Dan a certain way, and he seems to probably going to stick to that mostly, even though he will have more freedom to talk about topics than necessarily, like, change, you know, the language he uses, I think, I don't know.
1: Yeah, what's, what's that saying? Um Stick, sticking with uh, the person who brought you to the dance, or something to that effect, I think that that's dance at play here. That's right. I think that's at play here, where the success, the success of Stern or or Levitard, it, it was formulaic. They they made they have a formula. Sure, it's okay to tweak things, but to just go ahead and start start all over or wipe the slate slate clean and, and try again, I, I you know, probably with is in is in Dan's DNA. Being that he likes chaos, but considering that he's got so many other people around him that depend on on the show, uh, probably not not something he's going to do. I think they're going to stick with the formula, um, tweak it here and there because they have probably more flexibility and more liberty wherever they end up. But. Um, I don't know. We've been too serious, uh, I think. Uh, what yeah. do you think, uh, Morgan? Any Anything yeah. that tickled your fancy?
3: Oh, uh, well, if we're going to go with things that triggered us on Monday, I appreciated the shout out from Chris. It was nice to hear that. But Mike is more scared of things than Billy is. But like he's talking about where I live like there's everything that's going to kill you. I'll give you the hot tip things have been killing you in Florida a hell of a lot more than they've been killing you in Melbourne lately. This is the place to be. But in saying that, I did catch a spider in the shower in my hand and had to throw it down the drain today. So,
1: oh my god, I would call I my wife
3: <gasps> for a spider. Yeah, no
1: spider, cockroach, um, uh, frog. Are there? A,
3: uh, no, I don't. I don't. I don't like cockroaches, but I can get rid of them. I cannot deal with snails. Snails are just snails are my frogs. If I was stupid. Like, no, I don't like snails. But-
1: I have a question about snails. Actually, do snails ever come out of their shell? Because there are times, especially around the pool, where I may see like what are they called slugs? I, I don't. And slugs, yeah.
3: yeah.
1: I don't know if that's because it grew out of its shell because it's you know it, it wanted a new fancy shell or or if that was just a different animal altogether. So they do come out of their shells and look for other shells. Is that what's happening? I think as they grow, they need to find something bigger. I think it's yeah, just part of.
3: Where, where's the shell shop? I've never seen. I've never. Seen. There's not a lot of, like surplus of shells just hanging around. Where are they going? Like
2: they kill the no oldest. kill the oldest slug. Not. Get rid of them and take the shell over.
3: Oh how they're so slow. They couldn't kill anything. They would kill me just out of growth.
2: They kill time.
3: But I but I, I do agree, John. They I forget. <laughs> very very good. Um, they do I, they do exit their shells. I'm not sure if they're doing that to enter another one or I don't know on their path to glory somewhere else. But I've de- when they're out of their shell, they become a slug.
1: Okay, in their shell, they're
3: a snail.
1: I was afraid I had leeches. I've could. I-, I
3: just made that up. But-
1: <laughs> All right, but I'm going to no, go I with it think- because no. I prefer that to leeches. No. Mur, they might I be eat-
3: leeches. No. <laughs> no. Smells are like gross.
1: I know. Although I've eaten them. Anybody eaten uh, escargot? Snails? I have not. It no? sounds so
2: no. unappetizing. I've got a 100 in my backyard if I wanted to cook them up.
1: You can't really taste it because generally they're prepared with just loads of butter, loads of garlic, uh, yes. even some Parmesan cheese. So you just eat them and you're, it's almost like you're eating a, a scampi without, without any flavor from, from the, from the, um, from the snails. I recommend it. it's delicious. Like again, just eating garlic butter. Uh, yeah.
3: They're French. So it's just the butter. That's right.
0: <laughs> that segment sounded uh, that whenever they mentioned you, Morgan, it sounded awkward, Like
2: it, it felt like they were shoe uh, hunting her in to throw a shout out to uh, Morgan. It was it was oh, definitely right, non sequitur, right.
0: so to speak. Uh, yeah, right, right, right. Kind of caught off guard, type of deal. Um, well, I no, appreciate it. I'm trying to think. I don't think I've been triggered this week by anything. Like, yeah.
1: What about things that it's that you're nice. afraid of? Gets it going
0: in the morning. Gets,
3: huh? Gets the people going. Afraid of?
0: Oh man! I guess how many hours of like video feed we'll get that that's live? I really like the live footage, especially now with the. I'm I'm kind of mad that I missed on uh, when did when did Apple hit the picture and picture on the phone because it was around the time it was around the time that I kind of left left Earth for a bit. Yeah, I think it was when um,
2: iOS 14 came out. That's when they added the feature.
0: Yeah, but anyway, I, I just I love just being able to like have that have my phone up and being able to like work while having picture in picture going. It's pretty nice. So hopefully, figuring out a way to do that in the future. That'd be nice.
1: That's a heady play.
3: Um, I was speaking to Mike Ryan about the YouTube channel and how they were going to start utilizing that some more and putting more content on there um, daily. Cause I asked him about um, how I would go about getting ESPN plus cause it's not available in Australia. Cause I wanted to be able to support the show when they moved there and um, he didn't really give me an option how to do that, but I certainly won't be doing it now. So um, check out the YouTube channel if you want some video content. It's getting much
1: better. Am I a bad uh, mensch for not knowing the day I had a YouTube channel?
3: Well, that's why I thought I'd recommend it because he told me about it. Do they actually have a YouTube channel? Yeah. Or is just some no. bad poster
0: stuff? I think mm-hmm. it was underground, actually. And then uh, Reddit. Reddit knew about it. And then uh, then he started, prom- he like was retweeting it. Mike was. Or I saw like one retweet. I don't know if he meant to do it or not, but of that YouTube account. But yeah, it was nice. It was, but it was someone random, or maybe I don't know. Maybe someone was doing it with the fake account, but whatever.
3: And initially, it, it was um, the show The only thing that archives. sucked it was
0: time delayed.
3: Yeah, so it used to be the Levitard show yeah, archives. Yeah, something like that, right? But yeah. now there's just a the damn Lebretard show um, account on YouTube, and like daily things are being put up there. So like. Highly Questionable is being put up there, like little segments are being put up there from the show Think Funny Things, like, um, oh, that Frank Martin yesterday, or today, Mina Kimes' segment that she had. So, yeah, every day, check it out.
1: And Flem's in the house now. So, Flem, we've just oh, been no. talking about Tuesday and Wednesday show, and we dabbed a little bit into the Monday show. Um, is there anything uh, from any of those shows? that you'd like to discuss or you found funny or in in my case I was triggered quite a bit so um anything like that
4: and I know I'm getting late so I don't want to run the pod by asking you to repeat your full take on what triggered you but what uh what
1: was the trigger bit real quick so the the fact that they didn't know about flying cars and and when they kind of were introduced was a little maddening also underestimated when flying cars were in movies was was a trigger and then this one is new to everybody I'm sorry for the surprise but the fact that they didn't know porridge, what porridge was really, really set me up.
4: <laughs> so one, what a wonderful thing to trigger you. I, I wish I was smart enough to be triggered by people not understanding flying cars. I thought yeah. everything they said was accurate from my recollection, but no, that's uh that's fair enough. Cause I think if they said something that I was like, I actually was educated on, I'd be triggered too, but porridge. I don't know if this was, I, I'm going to feel bad. If this was in another chat with some of y'all or in a friend chat with real people, but we had a porridge argument a few days ago so i completely actually was in line i didn't know what porridge was i thought it was the same thing an oatmeal like stew but no the thing that triggered me although it was a joke and an analogy was the office reference where they talked about steve corral basically saying if you let go of anybody in this show regardless of how small their role is um out uh, it, it was exciting it was fun but it also was like it made me relive the whole uh, Chris Cody thing. The only other thing that I'll take away from this week that didn't really trigger me that is subtle, but I think it's one of the funnier things and I hope that there's more to come as they gain freedom was Billy continuing to tell Stu Guts he wants to fuck Tony. Because that's <laughs> so not Billy. And it's so what I thought Billy was behind the scenes. I was always like, Billy is absolutely an asshole like most of us. It's just, he doesn't play one. So every time I heard that, I was like, That's the Billy I want to be best friends with.
1: (laughs) That's funny. I've had.
4: You can say
3: that's why he's friends, why he's got that relationship with Stu. He's got that relationship with Stu because he is that guy.
4: That's true. But Billy seems like, and I've always had this opinion. He seems like the person that would, and I think it comes out when Zoe is around, That would absolutely tell his best friend that he wants to fuck Tony also. He just seems like that type of guy. That's that personality when he's, (laughs) when the mic's not on. Uh so that's why I loved it. I was like, this is exactly what I thought you were. And I hope I hope we get to see more of it as they move on because obviously I think this is after the initial shock, I think we're all excited about it. So yeah.
2: So speaking yeah. of Billy, I got a take. What do you think of Billy doing a fake Stu Gatz cameo and him getting the money and bypassing Stu entirely? I'm for it. Half the price, twice as much twice. fun and we'll actually twice as funny,
4: yeah. I uh, I'm
2: here for it. I would love it. Me
3: too. I though. Sure I'd and so 80, 80, 20 your
2: way now. Nah, 80, 20. not we double except for doing nothing. I'm not greedy. That's not
3: how it works. Why don't we
4: double it down and charge you like $300 know. for an Elon Musk one
2: and just have him hold the picture up over him. <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea. I like it, except I feel like Elon might sue. Stu's going to be like, all right, I don't care.
4: That's true, yeah. Stu, <laughs> Stu, Stu, Stu's not getting involved something. in anything that has him being examined under oath.
1: Now that's interesting. Do you think, it, let's say, the whole uh, fake stew plays plays out? I don't think there's any any legal ramifications there. I I, I say Billy full steam ahead, especially after that whole sports bang uh, nonsense. When I heard that that it happened, I was I was um Team Billy right then and there, and I was anti Stugats. I know they say they play it up for they play certain aspects of the character for 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 the radio and i'm sure that that's the case but that greediness that that inability to let go and and pay somebody like billy who who worked for i think it was sports bank might have been on for like a year and and not pay billy i i don't like that whole being taken advantage of i happen to think that it was a real a real thing that dan just brought up to try to make things uncomfortable and to a certain extent um a uh, strong arm doing the still, pain um, as for Billy, I, I've I've met and spoken to him uh, at some events, and and all those things that he says out loud on the radio, I have no doubt. Obviously, he thinks them right. I don't think he's being <laughs> fed any of those lines. I think he's coming up with them. But I think in in real life, he's more reserved. He I, I think he thinks it, but won't won't say it. I'm I'm kind of the same way.
2: The radio's he's, a good outlet for him. Then he can get his uh, he can get his uh, yeah. bitching and complaining out.
1: That's right, that's right. Yeah, that,
4: that's why he's a – oh, go ahead, Eric. Well,
0: I just think that he's going to – He it's going to be interesting to see if he kind of comes more out of his shell because I I feel like the only reason he was more reserved on air was he didn't know if ultimately he would have to, you know, turn it into a Marlins play, I feel like, like it, with career-wise. And then probably slowly as, you know, he saw that Dan – was willing to put, you know, put up with, with Chris, you know, put, you know, put up cash and actually pay him. He's probably, this is more long-term career stability, like this move, you know? (laughs) Um, So I'll be, I'll be more willing to be myself, which it's hilarious. He's hilarious. He's not, you know, he's, he's very kind of, they're, he this dude God's is strong in them you know i think kind of the, they're the same person or, or they have a lot of similar characteristics
4: so it's good to know that eric is at tony's house using his microphone <laughs> and his internet connection <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. bad?
4: Yeah. Oh, man, that's going to sound when you hear it yeah. uh, i i i think billy and i'll make it i think he's a content creator or right. i think charlie said that on and I say y'all's podcast to be on like when y'all interviewed Charlie, when y'all asked who he would take or who he would fire, he would fire Billy to take him. Uh, I think that was when a lot of people, at least listen, really realized what he does to create content. So I think what he does in his role is perfect because he's allowed to be funny, but he creates the content and then he sits back and to me, he's a reactor, right? Like that's why they do reviews of the show. I, I, I don't know the reality show. I apologize. My wife loves it. Challenge? Uh, something like yeah. that, but- you react to things and you make it funny. And I think that's what he's best at is seeing something and then making it funny versus creating funny out of somebody else's ideas. So I think he's going to kind of stay in that role regardless of what he does.
2: Agreed. So I have another topic from the last couple of days that they talked about. What do you think of the whole gift card crap they talked about with you use them, but you don't? They run out. You can't get every cent. Like, does that bother anyone else? I, I certainly know it bothers me. And I can see John nodding in the in this audio another, another
1: trigger it, topic yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, with trigger me. Oh, what a scam those things are. I've probably lost uh, hundreds of dollars um on gift cards just because some of them have either expired, some of them the have been I know what you for Hanukkah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, a gift card holder. Um so <laughs> uh, so either they expire, either I misplaced them or, you know, they charge some fee. I was just actually looking through uh, you know you guys have a kitchen cabinet drawer that has everything uh batteries uh mini screwdriver um you know fair um, keys <laughs> key, yeah key, like 15 keys to yeah. two houses you lived 30 yeah. years ago well not not you guys yeah. old
3: cars oh exactly yeah. right old cars. ex-girlfriend's
1: so, apartment mm-hmm. that's right yeah. pictures Bills of ex-girlfriend i got old- it so uh yeah so that drawer so in that drawer um i found these gift cards and one of them was some amex like debit card type thing and when i turn it over, it's brand new haven't haven't used it when i turn it over first of all i have to check the expiration date because it was probably given to us a decade ago it says 595 um activation charge so if you pile up all those uh, among among the gas cards that that I've bought, you know, when when you spend over fifty bucks at Publix, you get to buy a gas card at a ten ten dollar discount, and um, I've had an electric car now for for I don't know many years, so um, I probably have like three or four gas cards that I don't know where they are. That's probably a few hundred bucks. So I, I'm out on on gift cards, and the minute anybody mentions them, I want to jump out a window uh so yeah that's that's my trigger situation with gift cards how about you guys so i'm all for you know giving money instead
0: of like trying to figure out what the heck someone else wants as a gift i'm all for but i'm with you on gift cards like the whole business model is based upon the idea that people are going to forget about them and then like that's a lot of revenue for the company that never actually gets paid out or you know done or the service doesn't actually get done or whatever but um so yeah, it's just a terrible idea. Um, they that you get you lose them. They're a pain in the ass. You know you for you you make the order and then you forget it and then you've wasted money. Like I just yeah, but yeah, they suck.
4: Yeah, no, so I I respect the hustle of the gift card because I don't think it's the they and most people maybe nowadays expect them to lose the whole card. But even if you leave four or five dollars behind on oh, what it costs a company to, to spend 50 cents on the card, like year profit. So it's a genius idea. And I can't hate on that because to me, that's the key. But uh, I think it depends on the gift card. So like and all of us doing this unique thing this year, I think if we got a bunch of gift cards like Best Buy or Circuit City, if that still exists, where we ended up with like a new microphone or cables or whatever it is that we use, like whatever your hub, I think that's fine because I would prefer that than somebody buying me a random microphone. but. Um, the restaurant gift card, and this is where I sound like the most bougie person. To, I don't know why, and this is going to sound horrible. There's something about being at a restaurant and handing a waiter or waitress a gift card that just isn't right with me, and I know that that makes me seem fucking bougie, and I'm okay with it, but oh, thank you, thank you. I'm glad that somebody agrees. I see John agreeing with me, but that's the one thing I'm like, I just, I don't have it in me, and that's so dumb to have the pride I have, where um, other people I know, they're fine with doing it. And I wish I had that, but that's the one thing to me, everything else, especially with self checkout, I think I can survive. Uh, it's, yeah. it's the restaurant one I think is they're really making money. Cause yeah.
3: I agree. Well, I don't want to feel like I can't buy my own dinner.
1: <laughs> yep. I, right. I got, and that's another one. And so now I have to tally the increase it because I got one, that's a twofer. Actually. I got one. I, I was helping out the mom of a friend and as a thank you, just out of the blue, in the mail, I got a gift card for a restaurant, a nice, you know, nice restaurant. Luckily, I lost it before I I, I was, you know, ashamed to to use it. So uh, in that case, it's a twofer, because um, I lost the money there. But I don't know if and I'm, I'm with you, Phlegm. I wish I wish I, I was the better man to just say, hey, listen, this is no different than cash. This is this is, you know, they're going to get the, they've already, in fact, they've already gotten the hundy um, or what, however, whatever however. No, but they money. didn't, the restaurant didn't get the money. The fake Visa card got the money. No,
2: well, in this case. Well, no, 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 no. But this is, if it's specific to a restaurant.
1: Yeah.
4: yeah oh, okay. So I'm not against Visa. No, but John, you're, you're absolutely right. The restaurant gift card, it's the worst. And it makes you because, and John, if I'm not mistaken, from I'm one word, like it's not like any of us come from like this background of huge money. And so it's so dumb to have the pride. And maybe that's what it is. Like, I wonder if rich people don't give a shit because they know they belong. So they'll show up at Bob's Steakhouse with a gift card and not worry. But, yeah, to me, it's just weird. And I can't even imagine at a younger age before being married, like, going on a date. Like, anything. Like, a lot of these restaurants aren't places you're going by uh, yourself, yeah. right? Like, at 22, you you're, like 22 like Chili's is a date. Yeah. yeah.
3: Like it, it, would, it would feel like paying with a yeah, coupon. And, and I just don't. I don't. Yeah. And there's nothing
4: wrong no, right with that. No, there's not. That's just I, it.
3: I, I love a bargain. It's, and
4: bargain. you know what? That's what makes like a lot of people that don't cover money end up spending money stupidly is we just, we're, our pride gets in the way because you get a little bit of it. But I, yeah, it, it's a dumb habit, but I'm not
1: gonna lie. It won't change. I will not use a restaurant, a restaurant right. gift card ever. Another reason to, to hate gift cards, it just makes you feel like a terrible human being. You're like, yeah. I shouldn't um, be able to restaurant- use this and I can't. Yeah, Restaurants right. are just an industry where the fancier
0: they get, it's like the more complicated they freaking get and it you're almost it almost gets to the point where you just want to like tell them like hey look i can i can afford to eat here like just like let's just simplify this damn process and like i don't, like this is what i want like i don't need you know like the show and you know and all this stuff like a, like i just want this I just want to get this done
4: yeah you know, oh see i disagree i love when they bring the fake tomahawk steak out on the table <laughs> it shows you to me that's like part of the, i'm here for that like yeah make me feel fancier uh i'll act right. like i've been here yeah. before
2: i act so, like i belong here yeah, yeah. like i'm a rookie you belong it's here it's okay. So Speak. here's what triggers me about gift cards you use it i like to use them at amazon because then it's just money and we just buy shit and whatever but when you put a card in, they take a buck to make sure it's a real card. And it takes like, I don't know, two or three weeks for that to get refunded, but they don't refund it until you make a purchase. So you put in a hundred dollar gift card, and you're like, great, I wanna go buy this hundred, nope, 99 bucks, and I got a dollar left on a damn gift card and I can't do anything with it. It annoys the hell out of me that Amazon does that. And I understand why they do, because they wanna make sure you're not putting a fake card and they can you know, get money off the card, but it's just like-
1: And good luck trying so to get ready. that money back if you return that item. Oh yeah, you bought it on the gift card you're like oh this shoe doesn't fit i, I use shoes because i know morgan loves shoes so that shoe doesn't fit I, I turn it back good luck ever seeing that whatever it's not worth it five bucks or 60 bucks yeah. back on the gift card
3: yeah i wanted to have that guy's the richest man in the world
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he started <laughs> off
4: selling books like jesus christ Yep.
1: i call i call those kind <laughs> of deals a, a profit scam
4: Oh, yeah, but that's what gift cards are. I mean, all gift cards are basically profit scams. We'll spend 50
1: cents to make a plastic card that you give
4: us $3 back on by throwing it away. Yeah, it's uh, it's genius, but I'm not, I can't be mad at it because that's, again, that goes back to like, I think that's more of an, and I don't know, obviously I, I've, I'm not very worldly, but it goes back to the American way of thinking where change and $2 and $3 on gift cards becomes change, right? And you just throw it away where I think a lot of other countries, like if that thing has $3 on it, uh, that thing is staying until those $3 are spent. But uh, it also goes down to technology. To well, it goes down to technology not allowing multiple things now. Like they stopped allowing multiple payments. So it's almost like they're making you throw that $3 away. But go ahead, John.
1: There's a, I want to say easy solution, but I, I've yet to do it. But there's these gift card exchanges. So you lose money, you know, on the front end when you when you sell it, but at least you don't risk the losing it you don't risk that kind of sense of embarrassment when you try to use it if it happens to be one of those restaurant cards um buca de beppo or whatever and uh, i just wanted to say buca de beppo that so good. that's an easy easy-ish solution to i guess to all our problems i've never tried them has has anybody sold gift cards no, no I've I've seen, seen i'm not them.
2: silly i've, yeah, I've seen them we'll go to the yeah. store and use it and won't care
4: they have machines for like that and cell phones around here that I've seen that I haven't used, but I just thought of a genius idea. And if we all five get rich off of this, I'm okay seeing saying it, but this is an idea for us. So anybody who steals it after today's date of December 10th, 2020, uh, Fleming and wraps at. you this is what about a, and this would be for a major use, like a Visa, MasterCard gift card. They offer, Hey, you can dump all of your, you have five different gift cards that have all this random stuff, 20, whatever you can dump them all into us for one Visa gift card, get Visa gift cash card at 50%. So you have $25, $30 worth of random restaurants in Target and you dump them into us and we give you $15 and we just go around and spend that $30 to then get product and resell it through a secondhand. Like, there has to be, and I know I'm not smart enough for the logistics of what you do with the money, but I guarantee if I get $30 worth of Target money, For $15, I can turn that into $45 or $40 somewhere else. So that's the way to do is, hey, you got all these leftover random dollars on gift cards. You can give all that money to us, get online, give us that, it transfers it over. We'll mail you a Visa gift card for 50%. Am I wrong there or am I just- Yeah, it's like the Coinstar-
1: it's like the Coinstar equivalent where you exactly. take your change, That's exactly you right. dump the change, you know, at the grocery store, you dump it out and they take whatever, three, three 3.5% yeah. or 6%, boom, you got your, you got um, effectively, you know, I, I think they they did away, so they must be doing something because I think they did away with that percentage if you were able to do it, if you chose to get some type of, again, gift card. So so yeah, it comes I think full circle. That's
4: exactly why it comes with
2: there they would just give you the full price
4: and that's why i think you could charge a much higher percentage for the gift cards because a small percentage for coins is still coins right and i know some people are aren't going to go dump ten dollars worth of quarters on the cashier register but some are with gift cards you only spend it there so if you want to dump those two dollars from red lobster and three dollars from texas roadhouse and five dollars from wherever like all into one place and spend it wherever for half the price i think most people would do that and then have the freedom to spend that 50% wherever.
1: Yep. Well, I, I think wow. I think we have to wrap up. But before we do, I just want to have like a quick lightning round um, because I, I wasn't aware of this. Uh, you can't really see him because he's usually wearing suits and stuff. But Chris Fowler being that secretly jacked, what do you guys think about that? Did you guys see the, the picture?
4: haven't seen the photo, but I was surprised when I was when I heard Izzy is a close comparison. I was like, I did not know Chris Fowler was that. So I'll look it up while everybody else answers.
2: Yeah, definitely, definitely surprised he was secretly jacked. A, because, you know, he's wearing the suits all the time, which doesn't look like it. And I wouldn't have expected necessarily someone who's on TV to want to be jacked in that way. Like, I get fit. I get, like, you know, sculpted and thin. But he was, like, really jacked, which was surprising for me. How
1: about Morgan?
3: Yeah, I was impressed um, with he, that he was secretly jacked, sacked.
4: Yeah, I just, um, saw, it. I just saw it. I'm going to go throw up my
3: dinner real fast.
0: What up, morning? What were you going
3: to Oh, well, we were discussing that drawer. I went through it and I've got seven international adapters um, that will adapt my mm-hmm. for, for US PowerPoints. Um, I won for my car. I found my ex boyfriend's car key. We haven't been together for seven years. Um, the garage key of the house we bought together.
1: Is that the one you um, used to key his car?
3: No, 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 no. I wouldn't do that. He's my friend. So oh, if, okay, you, okay. if you ever listen to my podcast, feel free. I've got your car key. Um, some medals and all these um, American coins. So if you do need a dollar, let me know. I might have one there.
1: What are the medals? I'm I'm curious. What are the medals? for?
3: Oh, they're for, they're for netball, um, which is a sport that I play, um, which is like a female kind of, adaptation of basketball.
1: Um, oh, you've mentioned yeah. it once. I think we did we did yeah, a yeah. lookup of it. Well, oh you can't so you grab it. it and you can take two steps or something to that one effect? one step.
3: One okay. step. You can't run with the ball, you can't bounce the ball. Um you can't you, if you want to defend somebody you have to be three feet away to put your hands up. So like oh shit hang on I think I was turning off. So like you'd put your hands up from like that far away. Right. So if defenders in that sport would be like tall and be able to lean have long arms so that's what i do i'm a defender
1: nice. um yeah so is there on. any dunking in this game no okay. no
3: sorry it's there's no backboard um it's just a pole with a hoop on it it's smaller than a basketball ring but balls smaller than a basketball too and lighter
1: wow so yeah. those are those are what i assume those are first place uh medals
3: yeah yeah they're premiership medals exactly um like just my stupid Monday night competition. I playing. wish I had
1: a stupid Monday night competition.
3: Oh, I, but I love it. Like, cause we've, we've only been back for three weeks now since we've been out of lockdown and we haven't been able to play since March. Um, it's just been wonderful. Like everyone is so happy to be there. Like no one's even like, cause it's a bit, it's a non-contact sport. That's very full of contact and no one's even being a bitch yet. So it's, been interesting it's been nice nice change i haven't even got hurt yet yeah i'll get me to record a bit one day and then you can show
1: oh that'd be great maybe we could get it on the um the levitard youtube channel oh yeah Morgan's highlight. I love it. All right, I'm going to, I'm going to toss it to, to Ant.
2: All right, thank you all for listening to another uh, another week of Midweek Mentions. I'd like to thank John of Miami, Morgan from Australia, foreign correspondent. The thanks return of, of Mike Ryan fan account, Murph, thanks for joining in, and Flem.